0: Jadal was a interesting race last year, but it's the second race of this year. Are you
1: excited for Jadal, sir? So I know why you weren't a fan of Jadal last year. Am I excited for it? One million percent. I think it is a um, a great circuit for drama. I know you're the racing enthusiast, but they have made changes.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, we can talk about the track first before we get into our preview. So they've opened up the track which allows for more hot air to rise, obviously. Because last year, you could get caught in dirty
1: air all the way at the back of the grid.
0: Oh, yeah. The best thing, too, is that you could be literally going on a getting what an outlap and someone be on a flying lap. They won't be able to see you. It's like, it's kind
1: of crazy, you but know how Mick spun out. Right. Yeah. And then I think signs also spun in the same place. Yeah. There was but a bunch of, Mick said there. he was just driving and then all of a sudden just hit a bunch of dirty air and there was no one in front of him.
0: Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause like, I'm sure they brace for <laughs> dirty air when Bro, you understand it. How
1: scary would it be? You're just flying. No one in front of you. And then all of a sudden you just see, invisible power. just move you, you,
0: how much you put that to Haas's car? Just being Haas. Make, uh, well,
1: <laughs> I initially I thought it was just Haas's car, but after other drivers spoke about it, it made sense.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I mean, ultimately, street tracks aren't the best racing tracks. That's the reality of that. it. Um, there are some good changes. I'm glad they fixed the safety. George, Mr. George Russell is part of that. The president of the, right. the F1 shout out my boy George Russell. Uh, what is it called? The F1 Drivers Association or FIA? Yeah, it's
1: obviously it's just a it's a, it's a drivers union.
0: Yeah, drivers union. So cool. Shout out to George Russell. So he got the improvements done. Um ultimately Jeddah is a cool track. I think it's a great concept. I'm interested to see what it looks like this year, but ultimately it's not going to be a great race. I, yeah, so I, I think mean, it's going to be qualifying race.
1: It's a great that's where we we're going to get into it a little more. That's where we saw Max almost pull one of the coolest laps ever. Um we saw three restarts.
0: Yeah, it was cra- it was crazy. Well, I mean,
1: three starts, I guess. And you saw
0: Mr. Uh, Verstappen Thank you. We're honestly,
1: I was so happy that you, the fact that Perez DNF that too, because it was, um, it was going to be, it could have gone the other way for Mercedes. But when you think back to that, Lewis got off to an incredible start right at the, the start of the race, he was in second mm-hmm. and pulled in front of max and max got in front and we know the rest, there was so much drama that went on.
0: Yeah. So let's, let's talk about this year. Right. Um, so Red Bull is known to be a very fast on the straights. Mm-hmm. This is a very straight, heavy, high speed corners. Now the technicalities of this race track are also very high too. Tire deck is high on this track. What are you expecting from this race? Are you expecting like complete chaos? Are you expecting Red Bull to be favored because they're f- they're fastest on the straights so far? What are you kind of like? What I are your first think, impressions? I
1: don't think it's gonna be. What, what we saw a few months ago, which was probably the most chaotic race if, in a long time. Before you continue,
0: literally we were at Jeddah four months ago.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just a few months ago. It's four or five
0: months. Like It doesn't feel like it's that long. If you're the
1: race organizers, you love it because it's like two races in a year. Yeah, okay. Now yeah. you're going to finally see that year gap. So it, it's yeah. a, you're able to really build on momentum. Obviously, the fandom in the country. And the track was just built. And, and the track is pretty cool cool when you look at it at nighttime like it's on the ocean and they have fireworks coming out of like the ocean on boats it's it's wicked but i think that what we do know about the mercedes car is the only place it actually is doing well currently is on high speed corners everywhere else it lacks um we know that they're probably not going to be fixed in time but uh i do think that they're going to be a little bit more competitive
0: you do okay but but i mean what do you? What are you expecting from the overall race? I'm expecting a lot of safety cars. and I I, I expect it to be high drama like it was last year.
1: I hope we don't because as much as it causes variation, it also just stagnates momentum. Um, One
0: is okay, but let's not have
1: more than two. So
0: let me throw this out there, right? They don't control the cars that well this year, right? That's well known. Hard to control the cars, yeah. So tire deck is going to be higher than usual because you're going to be heavy on the brakes probably heavier on the accelerator just because you don't, you're going to overcompensate for not understanding the car with the tires. So what makes you think this is not going to be a high drama race? I think that entire deck is high there. And it's, because of the street circuit, obviously they've widened it, but hot air is still going to sit more there because it's still kind of tunneled off.
1: Right. I think that it's all, we also have to appreciate the fact that this is not going to be the first time the drivers are there now. So uh, everyone on the track, aside from Joe, have raced there last year was the first time they've widened it. They've made some changes. And I think people are going to be a little bit more, maybe the word's not cautious, but they're going to be weary of, of, of that.
0: I think the big thing you're, you're missing is that the cars have completely changed though. I understand that. <laughs> so that's why it's like, and I, I mean, don't I guess their- it is in that fact. Yeah.
1: Be, not only is it tougher to manage these cars and control them, the handling is, is more aggressive, but it is a track that wasn't easy. So, yeah, maybe there. Listen, when you come around some of those corners and you see how close the tires are coming to the wall, it is scary.
0: In my opinion, it's very scary. Talk about it because like, just remember Max. that corner it was so scary because all drivers said you could you would be just cruising off the lane. And you'd have no idea a car just gunning it, doing their their racing. You'd hear it, but you wouldn't be able to see it. Didn't so. Lewis
1: almost cause like an accident with Yuki there? Yeah, multiple times. Yeah,
0: I think it was, it was multiple times. You don't times. see it in your blind spot. You don't. And, you know, it's tough to say because obviously we don't drive it, but it's going to be very interesting to see what that track looks like. I really expect a, I expect a, a good performance from Red Bull. I think they're going to bounce back. How about you, Bro. I mean, of course they're going to bounce back. They just had the worst possible weekend. No, I'm talking about, like, I think I, I, I think Max Verstappen may win this race. If Max Verstappen wins this race, I'm not going to be surprised at all. Because, obviously, he's great on this track. I think Mercedes' car was way better on this track than hit the Red Bull car was last year. Max obviously put up a pretty good fight. Um, what's Max ca- also
1: wants revenge. Like, he, he almost had one of the best laps in years. And he obviously didn't win the race.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he did hit the wall. But so let's talk about Ferrari. What, what are you, kind of your expectations for Ferrari?
1: Ferrari is going to be. So I just said I wouldn't be surprised if Max wins, but Ferrari is going to have a double podium again.
0: Is Ferrari your favorite
1: to win the race? Right now, they're my favorite because there's no one else on the grid that's on their level currently.
0: Okay. So let me throw this to you. Um and does Mercedes sniff a podium?
1: I don't see it, man.
0: I think Lewis is going to touch the podium again.
1: I don't know if they're
0: able to make the upgrades that
1: fast, and we all know that the podium came out of pure luck.
0: I think there's too much variation going on that Lewis is such a solid driver, and he usually gets his keeps his way out of the variation. We do
1: know that their pace is not even close to Red Bull Ferrari.
0: Yeah, it's about a second off from both of them, but... I just think that some crazy stuff's gonna happen, and Lewis is gonna manage his tires well, where he can well, get a then, good safety lap off. Then him. we're
1: gonna get a repeat of last
0: week. Yeah, I, 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 just think, I think Lewis is gonna have some, some good luck this week. Um, what are you kind of expecting from Alpha Romeo? Because we've talked about Alpha Romeo quite a bit. Both has talked about a slow start a little bit. Obviously, um, we know about him as a racer. Are you expecting a strong performance from Alpha Romeo on the likes of Haas?
1: I would feel a lot more comfortable saying that Haas will have a better weekend than Alfa Romeo. Really? You know, Alfa Romeo is a point below Haas currently. And I just, it's hard to trust Valtteri in the race. I
0: hear you, but he's not racing against the top talent. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, when your teammate is a rookie, you feel a lot more comfortable as well, opposed I mean, to going like, up he's against racing, a seven time champ.
0: He's racing the mid pack. He's not racing the top. Like, he's not race, racing Max Verstappen. He's not racing Charles Leclerc. He's racing, like, Mick Schumacher. And and he doesn't have Toto in his ear. I think the only driver that you can say is clear cut better than him. And listen, I think other drivers are better than him. But the only driver in the mid pack that you can say is generally better than him is Alonso. Of course. Because, like, I do Vettel. We don't know what to expect out of Vettel in this asset. They might not even be back. this But week. but here's the thing, Vettel Aston Martin's not in the mid pack, right now. They got zero, bro. L- Lando Norris is better driving Bottas, but they're not in the mid pack. They're they're one. Of, they're a dragger this week, bro. To see McLaren with zero points and not DNFing bro, is sad. They don't. McLaren has a lot more issues ahead. They got
1: big problems. They
0: have big problems, which we won't get into, because obviously this is a preview of Jeddah, but. McLaren's got big problems. Aston Martin, we got question marks. He's literally facing Yuki Pierre, uh, Alpine's team, and Haas's team. That's kind of his battle right there, right? So when you think about that and add that all up, Valtteri's right there with Alonso and Pierre. I think everybody else, maybe he's a Yuki's a better racer, but Valtteri has more experience. So it's like. He's not racing against Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton, right?
1: But we could also see a complete opposite this race. We got four teams that didn't score a single point. This week, I think we could also see four teams that are in the points not score a single point.
0: Yeah, I don't know, bro. I think it can literally flip-flop. I I don't think
1: McLaren will, but let's be real. Red Bulls ain't going to be zero. I
0: don't think Aston Martin's scoring points.
1: So... I mean, that's fair. We Seb's not going to be back. I think
0: I, I think Alpha Merrill's car looks strong. Like we said, the Ferrari, the Ferrari cars look strong right now. So I expect Ferrari cars to continue to kind of score points here and there. I think this is a big week for me for Schumacher in terms of just looking at the overall year. I want to see how he bounces back. I know he got hit by Ocon early, right? That kind of seemed to shake his confidence, kind of threw him out of his rhythm, and he never seemed to get it back, which to me is a big red flag because I didn't really see him do much all race. But I want to see how he responds this week.
1: I think Alpine is going to struggle again this week.
0: Did they struggle? They both scored points.
1: Yeah, they both scored. What are they? What was it tenth and uh,
0: ninth? But but on the flip side, though, you know the car had major porpoising issues. So I think if if they if they this get, is also
1: the race that Ocon was third. He got, he got a podium there.
0: Did he podium did here? He, no, he didn't. That's Valtteri beat him off the line. That's the right, last finished second. fourth
1: on the last second. Yeah, so, oh, but, poor, but here's the thing about, Esteban.
0: I'm going to throw this out there, though, right? You talk about Alpine. Why, I, I think Alpine might fix their porpoising a little bit and look a little stronger this week, to be honest. That was a big issue, because they their whole side blew out in practice, obviously. Yeah, look, that was funny. So, my thing is to you is, why do you think Alpine has a weaker weekend? Um, I think
1: that... Just looking at last week and maybe it is just all car, but Fernando did not look strong to me. Like he got the, he didn't put up much of a fight in any of the overtakes that he lost.
0: Yeah, I also I think I think that has a lot to do with car, if I'm being honest with like, you.
1: Like I'm not used to seeing Fernando Alonso just get passed easily.
0: Yeah. No, that's fair. I think that has a lot to do with car. I mean, and the difference is too, he was a lot of the passes in ball rainer down the straight. You can't do much. Like if he was getting taken over in like Hungary or Turkey, like I might have a different conversation. But remember, like when he was holding off Lewis, is because there's a lot of bends and stuff like that. It was. Did like, you
1: hear drivers saying that following is easier, but overtaking is harder?
0: It makes sense because there's the drs is not as fast, and because, um, because there's not hot air, so obviously overtaking there the other cars faster too, so it's not as difficult to follow. But at the same time, it's not difficult it, So to it requires more skill. It requires more skill. But I think Alonso's proven he's skilled. I mean, someone had a comment that Alonso's a world championship driver. I think it was Brundle, given he had the right car. Like, he can still win a world championship at this yeah, age. I think which, he could. Which I can agree with, but that says a lot about the guy, right? Like, that's a massive statement for someone that's been around forever. And that's
1: why it's so sad to see the decline of Seb because he's younger and he just looks washed.
0: He does look washed, but listen, this is a big year for Seb. We haven't seen him race yet, so we'll we'll reserve judgment. We will reserve judgment. Um, that's fine. Which team comes out the hottest this, this week? Like compared to last week, which team comes gets the biggest jump?
1: Red Bull, obviously.
0: No, I'm talking about like what you see on the track, not not like points. Oh, marks. from a
1: performance standpoint. From a performance standpoint. Um. I think we'll see a completely different Mercedes, man. You really do, okay. It's not gonna be, again, like fixed, but it's gonna, when you are, when you look at how bad their car looks.
0: You're saying the eye test, says eye their test car will, will look a lot look better, a lot okay. Better. I, I'm actually going with, uh, and like, I guess I'm in your boat, I'm going with my home team, I'm going McLaren. I think I they have so, a lot man. of issues, but I hope they do fi- figure some stuff out. I pray they do. <laughs> Bro, the internet had a field, like weak with
1: McLaren, and their all the memes of Lando Nars being like, I just signed this long contract. What the hell?
0: I know it was really bad, but I mean, whatever. It, it's it's one year. I don't think they expected to win the championship this year anyways. Like they said, 2024 will be the real year. Um, but I think they'll kind of look, the car will look better this week. I hope it does. But I do agree, agree with you. I think Mercedes will make some big strides this week. I think M- uh, McLaren will. And I do also think that Red Bull will come up with a decent stride this week as well.
1: Okay. Uh, I think so. I I mean obviously they we said that. They're not going to I mean can I'm not you talking, imagine, points, I'm talking about I talked about the eye But test. Can you imagine and I, there's also a chance one of them DNFs again. It's this track has so
0: much Yeah, here's durability. the thing though. They that was they said it was a fuel issue how the fuel was getting to the um wherever it was. Um I didn't read in specifics. I just saw Christian Horner say it to be completely honest with you guys, but like that's not gonna happen again, right? So
1: three out of four cars, Red Bull powered cars, did not finish. Bro, and I think that
0: you know what's scary about just this ignore year. Ignore that. As a driver, because there's so much variability and reliability, you're gonna be taking penalties. Like Pierre Gazi's gonna take a penalty within like the first ten races because he's gonna have to switch his M. Uh, I think it's MGUK. I think that's what went on fire. It's MGUH. Like he's gonna have to take a penalty very soon. He's probably hit two penalties this year.
1: How many engines do you think the average team goes through this year?
0: Probably five. Five full engines. Damn. Like, I'm talking about ones with reliability issues. If you have a reliability issue, you'll probably do two engine swaps. It, you'll take two penalties. But remember, the penalty after your first penalty is only five. It's not that bad. Because you take your massive penalty where you hit the back of the grid, and then it's five after each one. So, but do I we, think. Do we see. I think every team will take a penalty at do least. Do we
1: see an engine swap as early as Monaco or Miami?
0: Yeah, I, I think we do. I think, I mean, AlphaTauri is ready. They might have to, it, well, remember, it's all parts, right? Like, so your MGK, you have two of them a year. Your uh, Some parts you get three, some you get two. But I think in terms of your overall, like if they do like a major swap, like a, a lot of the opponents, like their, um, their ICU, I think there's a big swap before It's kind Miami, of crazy to think like- Monaco. When it comes to just sole performance,
1: we're talking about just engine swaps, like the regular person driving the regular car engine lasts a lifetime, but the reality is your engine's performance is constantly declining as you're getting use out of any It's just yeah I mean the you're, reality running, of you're running the shit out of
0: your engine right so but how many engine swaps do you think the average team, not like unreliable teams, what do you think the average team? do you think they take one penalty they go through four that's where i was
1: that's where I'm at.
0: Yeah, I think four is a good number, but I think some teams will go to five to six. Like, I think some teams will be really bad.
1: I want to just change um, to back to the race and this new format in 2022. It's kind of weird having things start on Friday. I'm so used to things starting on Thursday. was just and
0: media on Thursday, though, right? Yeah, but
1: you know what? It was still news. It was things to kind of catch up on. Coming, It's Thursday. Stuff starts tomorrow. Free practice starts tomorrow. We have nothing. And it's like you have nothing. So... You know, when you would start on Thursday, things would kind of start on Wednesday as far as energy and hype. It does feel weird in that aspect.
0: Yeah. You know, I haven't noticed it much. I did notice it, obviously, when today, when we're like, hey, we're hopping on the pod. Is anything new out? Nothing really new, but usually there would be something out already. The only thing new is the damn Netflix things. Like, we get it. <laughs> like, I think they, they need to bury it, too,
1: because it's it's pretty obvious. We just had the best season in F1, but the worst season of Netflix, Drive to Survive. So there's obviously issues. Needs to be fixed, but like, I'm all for it. You know, I'm gonna I'm yeah. drive to survive. Make that. it a documentary, not a drama. But looking at the comments, there's actually a pretty big split of people like, well, entertainment's driving fans, and then there's a lot of like, it's garbage. So, what is a happy medium? That's for Netflix and F1 to decide. Well,
0: here's the thing you're either building a sport around drama or you're building a sport around a sport. And you know, Netflix is obviously pushing drama because that's no, sells. but I'm saying like, you gotta look at this way like, let's take ourselves out of Netflix's shoes, right? And we won't harp on this long i just want to ask you this one question we'll move on because we talk about drive to have enough on this podcast a do you want to build a sport around the sport which is sustainable growth or do you want to build around drama and have to rely on drama you got to go sustainable bro and that's the only way to build like you have to find a way to make the entertainment the, the headlines entertaining without falsifying stuff Facts. right so if we, let's say the nba they make it entertaining by a players league you never know where players go that's why the nba is so entertaining Maybe F1 has to put in a salary cap for, for driver salary. So it's like one, one young talent or one cheap player or one high player. You can only have one good driver, right? Like, who knows what they do, right? But my whole thing is just, it is what it is. Like, let's just move on from drive to survive. Like, it, it's Facts. garbage in terms of its false narratives, but it's grown, grown the sport.
1: The other um, headline that came up that's not related to this race is, you know, CEO of F1 saying it could be 30 races.
0: He's, he's smoking some crack. Bro, if he's smoking if, some good shit. I don't know
1: in what world do even the drivers want that, but I know the support staff definitely don't want that.
0: You got to think about this, right? When when we kind of put it down. How can you possibly have 30 races without, like, five triple headers? It sounds exhausting, even for us. Yeah, th- like, you. okay. So, realistically, okay. So, l- l- let's put this into, like, break this down. So, from March... From December to January, how, how, much, how long do we have off? Call it 12 weeks? You really have two full months off. So call... call uh, you have all of
1: January, all of February. Stuff starts in March, and you're still racing in December. Okay,
0: let's just talk about races, though. So the race is ending December 12th, December 10th. Okay. So we started our season in you March You still only 10th. have two months so th- off. It's three months. I'm talking about three months in terms of no racing. Yes. That, that's right, three months. So you have nine months of racing, okay? How many weeks is that? Nine times four. Some of them are five. Let's call it 45. What about summer break? That's Bro, another month. So you're going to cut into summer break. You're gonna, no, you're going to be racing every, every week pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, no. And, and it can't happen like that. The difference is, is like, you're traveling to different places. Unless you're running a triple header in Europe, you're running two races at Silverstone, two races at France. Like, that would make sense to me. Because your team stays in the location, nothing changes. You're just running the yeah, same race. Yeah, but then I don't. I think it dilutes the product. I don't want to. I'm see am with back you there, back But tracks. I'm with you there. That dilutes the product. But I can't see it in a, a world where watching the same. We're doing 30 races. If it's not the same race, next week. Yeah, I think to his point,
1: though, is there interest and enough people in line to host? Of course. I think 25 but we're not is max. we're not pushing a 30. Fam. I think
0: 25 is max. Like, I, this year, if lot. we
1: do have 23, it's going to be a lot. Last year, 22, well, remember, drivers they, said it was exhausting. They
0: condensed 23 in a shorter time. We end the season in, in the middle of November. I think November yeah. 20th. Like Remember, there's three extra weeks. We ended in December December 8th or 9th last year. So, But yeah, I don't know. I, I can't see 30. I can see 25, but 25 would be a lot as well. For real. Um, do you want to
1: tell, you know, it's race weekend again, which is incredible. That's why we're here. We're going to be talking about it all weekend long. Do you want to talk about anything else or are we going to be let's back here jump- on quality?
0: We'll be back here on quality. Let's jump into our predictions. Okay. Who do who you got for-, for quality? Yeah. So because it's a new year, let's actually go in depth, not in terms of like where they finish. Give me your, your, who makes it through to Q3. Okay. Who makes it into Q3? Yeah. All 10. Yeah, and then you'll give me your top five, like in order. All
1: right. Q3. I've got um the six drivers from the top. Okay. So I've got Red Bull. Mercedes. Ferrari. Ferrari. Okay. So they're both their drivers are gonna make it. That's six. Leaves me with four. Yeah. Um K Mag.
0: Ooh, you're sticking with the K Mag.
1: Um Alonzo. Yep. So now we're at eight. Yep. I'm gonna throw Yuki in there yep. nine, and you know what? I'm gonna throw Pierre. It's gonna be a double. Okay. Double Alpine. Uh, double Alfa I was Tori. gonna
0: say you're leaving Piero, but you put both. Okay, Alpine so I got in. that's my ten. So you I've have got Red Bull, board. Mercedes,
1: Ferrari, K, Mag, Alonso, Yuki, Pierre.
0: So you basically have Alphatore, Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari, K, Megan, Sir. Let's Alonso. see. Okay. I'm All right. So fierce. I got. All a Ferrari, all a Red Bull. I think George has a mistake again. Sad so one Mercedes. One Mercedes. So Lewis. I think George, I think George is going to be like 11th. Okay. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. Shit. Like, don't get crazy. me wrong. I'm just looking at like, I'm just, I think there's going to be a monkey wrench. And that's my monkey wrench. So I got five right now. I have Lando sneaking in. Okay. Just because I'm being biased. Actually, no, I don't have Lando sneaking in. I don't. I don't. So I, I got realistic. realistic. Um, I have Pierre. So that gives me six. I have Alonzo. Okay so I'm, I'm at two, s- four, five, six, seven. I'm at seven. I have to get throw to I'm gonna throw to Schumacher. Mick, okay and K Meg. okay,
1: there I think six, that's seven, nine, eight, nine, no, that's ten. Oh, wait oh. two, four, five, six, seven, eight, you're right, nine, nine ooh, and I'm gonna throw
0: Botas in there, okay,
1: I like it. I'm gonna throw Botas I've in got there. the list, I've got the receipts, obviously you guys got the receipts. those are our Q three. Now give me your top five. The top five? Yeah. Or should we just do top
0: three? Top five in order, bro. Okay, okay. Top okay. five in order, bro. Top I can hit five. you with mine. Okay, go for it. I got Charles, Max, Signs, Lewis, Checo. Wow. Okay. I, th- I think five. Lewis is going to pull off a special lap.
1: Here we go. I got Max, one. Charles, two. Carlos three, Lewis four. K Mag five.
0: Whoa, you're throwing a lot of K Mag love this. Yes, thing. sir. Okay, I'm not. I don't hate it. I don't think it's happening, but I don't hate it. Um, dragger of the week. My dragger of the week is going to be. You're rolling with the people's champ.
1: No, no. My <laughs> dragger of the week. Is going to be? You can have Botas. No, no, no. Is he a dragger? No. Well, He's in the mid-pack. You don't have him in your top 10. No, my dragger of the week is Lance Stroll.
0: You got Lance. I'm going with the obvious. You already know who I'm going with. I'm going with Lando Norris. I'm rocking with my guy. I know. I,
1: knew, I mean, I was going to say it, but I said, no, you're going to go. Yeah, I'm rocking so, with Lando. Uh, you're going with Lando. That's the draggers of the week.
0: Yeah, that's the draggers of the week. And um, last question, is there a red flag for quality?
1: No, no red flag for quality, bro.
0: No red flags. Okay, you think it's clean, bro? There's no there's no red flags, fam. What about penalties and safety flag, safety cars? No. All right, that <laughs> you guys heard it here. Kurt thinks it's gonna be completely clean. Yo, you heard it here.
1: Those are our predictions. I know we, we got some things we want to talk about here, but I wanted to bring out. Just saying, for everyone that's tapping in all over the globe. We appreciate you. We just had a record month at Lift and Coast. Yes, the month's not even over. We appreciate everyone who taps into this pod. Without you guys, we're not here. So let's keep it rolling.
0: Yes, sir. We appreciate it. And on that note, make sure you guys support our advertisers and partners, a.k.a. Bet99. We always promote safe gambling and responsible gambling. But if you do like the sports gamble... Whether it's NBA, football, whatever it is, use Bet99. They do have Formula One there as well. Bet99 will match up to $600, $600 at 100% of the money. So if you put in 600 they will match up to that much. So make sure you guys tap into Bet99, and we out. Yes, sir.